You're listening to Short Inspirations from Ralph. Thinking about heaven, part nine. You know, there's tremendous power in this thing called hope. Someone said what we hope for tomorrow will shape our lives today. You see, hope moves in and takes up residence and dwells in the deepest parts of our lives. It inhabits the core of who we are. It's our constant companion. It drives us, influences our choices, saturates our lives, our motivations, and our very reason for existence. Paul ranks this as one of the top virtues of all, and now abides faith, hope, and love. It's up there. And because of this, he urges commands almost in the Colossians to keep our minds on things above, meaning heaven, and not on things of the earth. So it's vital for us not to only believe in the afterlife, but also to get to know as much about it as we can. This literal heaven, and actually a literal hell. There's a story in Luke chapter 16 that talks about two people who died and went to two very different places. Lazarus, the poor man, and the unnamed rich man. And in verse 22 it says, One day poor Lazarus died and the angels of God came and escorted his spirit into paradise, is that word. That he, uh, They came when the rich man also died in hell. He looked up from his torment and saw Abraham in the distance. And Lazarus the beggar was standing beside him in the glory. So the rich man shouted, Father Abraham, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus to dip his finger in water and come to cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames of fire. But Abraham responded, My friend, you, don't you remember? While you were alive, you had all you desired, surrounded in luxury, while Lazarus had nothing. Now Lazarus is in the comforts of paradise, and you are in agony. Besides, between us is a huge chasm that cannot be bridged, keeping anyone from crossing from one realm to the other, even if he wanted to. So the rich man said, Then let me ask you, Father Abraham, to please send Lazarus to my relatives, Tell him to witness to my five brothers and warn them not to end up where I am in this place of torment. Abraham replied, they've already had enough warning. They have the teachings of Moses and the prophets and they must obey them. But what if they're not listening? The rich man added, if someone from the dead were to go and warn them, they would surely repent. Abraham said to them, if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, neither would they believe even if someone was raised from the dead. So these two went to a place where the dead gather, heaven on one side, hell on the other. A great gulf existed between them, an impassable chasm. The unrighteous on one, the righteous on the other. So we see some remarkable factors to do with the attention to detail that Jesus portrayed in the afterlife. Things like thirst and a literal finger, not an abstract spirit. Firstly, there is the recall of previous conditions on earth. Abraham told the rich man to remember. Secondly, there is 
persistence of personality, Lazarus will still Lazarus. Thirdly, there was recognition of one person by another. Fourthly, there was consciousness of present conditions. And for the rich man, agony and torment and flames. So these conditions will be present in whatever afterlife we go to. Um, and so um, there's a stark contrast that we see between heaven and hell. And they are very real places. My plea today is that you will hunger and thirst for heaven with everything within you. Don't be consumed with your natural surroundings and natural life, even though we have to live in them. Be consumed with the things that matter. It's looking above. Fix your attention on heaven. God bless you.